0: Welcome to This is Nursing, a podcast about nurses by nurses. Let's get going. Welcome to This is Nursing, it's a podcast about nurses by nurses, where we talk with nurses about their work and all the exciting things that make their jobs uh, complex and unique. And I'm with Vicky, uh, co-host, a colleague and a pal here. And then you've got Tyler. Um, and we're we're just a couple of AHS nurses and your hosts today as we explore the world of nursing. And so today, we're going to talk uh, with our esteemed guest, Tracy King, who uh, nursing instructor with the Faculty of Nursing Education and Health Studies at Grand Prairie Regional College. She also works at the, uh, with AHS at the Northern Addiction Center in the Detox uh, Center there. And we're just absolutely thrilled to be talking with Tracy today. She's had a terrific journey so far lots of wisdom, and the theme this month is, of course, mental health awareness, which we think should be a theme every month, but uh, Tracy is a particularly strong advocate for mental health, and we're thrilled to be talking to her today, so welcome, Tracy.
1: Thank you, Tyler, for a very nice welcome, and it's really nice to meet you, Vicky, and um, you know, I'm just another nurse in Alberta, right, and so... You know, when you say the word journey, I did say, yeah, I guess it has been a journey.
2: Not just another nurse. Come on now. I mean, people always say I'm just a nurse. I don't know. I don't love that. You're right. Actually, Vicky. you are right. Because I
1: tell, I ask my students not to say that. And what is the first thing I said? I'm just another nurse in
2: Alberta. Uh, nobody's special. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Let's do a glow up here. I am yeah. a fabulous nurse. I'm yeah. an incredible resource. <laughs> well, and I have to
1: say, I am a very proud registered nurse. Mm-hmm. That is something that, sort of, as soon as I engaged in school, that um, the the sense of trust and pride has has never been lost on me. It's a it's a position of great honor to get to partner with people in their you know their worst and best in the intimacy mm-hmm. of their lives so mm-hmm. I am a very proud registered nurse thank you for that reminder yeah, it's just
2: yeah. well, oh sorry go
0: ahead no I was just said so that's it's so interesting because that was part of the reason why we started this podcast was because we think we know that nurses are, are proud of what they do but we're not very good at sharing that externalizing it, saying it out loud to other people. We, we internalize it, but let's, let's say it out loud. It's okay. Let's learn a bit more about what everybody does and, and the great things that, that nurses do. That's okay to do. And it's important. All right. Absolutely. What were you going to say, Vicky? Sorry, I cut you.
2: Oh yeah. No, I just wanted to hear it. So you mentioned the word journey and I, I yeah. want to hear it. I want to know all about you. Let's start at <laughs> the beginning. <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's
1: go back to the beginning, to a place where there is mostly woods. <laughs> I'm kind of joking, but kind of not. Um, so, I actually sometimes host the Nurses Week dinner here in Grand Prairie. Right. And I often introduce myself as a girl from Kenuso. So I was raised in around Kenuso, which is in northern Alberta, sort of between uh, Slave Lake and High Prairie, and had a very rural. Upbringing, um, and you know, loved loved that experience, and um, so of course I had to leave home, right, and go a big three hours away to Grand Prairie, where I had some family here, and so that was my journey was coming to the big city, mm-hmm. <laughs> to me, and um, that journey of becoming a nurse, which um, I was. You know lucky enough to be supported by amazing instructors some of whom are still friends today (coughs) to develop me you know of course we all need to learn and have some fine tuning to to become um the nurse that we want and need to be so yeah that was my beginning was a small town farm girl and um and then i got my degree with the GPRC and the University of Alberta Collaborative Program Mm -hmm. in 99. So I'm dating myself, which is fine. Yeah,
0: it's fine. That's (laughs) that's just like (laughs) yesterday.
1: Yeah, just like, as my son says, in the 90s, we're in the 1900s, sorry, that's what I'm
0: saying. Just, I don't want to interrupt you, but just this morning and it's bothering me. So I'm going to take this opportunity to say it here because we're sort of the same vintage, but I said to my daughter driving her to the school, Said of this, of my experience in those days, back in those days, officially said that today. Oh. Anyway, oh, so. you
2: crossed over. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. <Yeah.
0: laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Carry on.
2: The nineties was a long time ago.
1: Now, <laughs> yes, and the nineteen hundreds, which is which is interesting, right? So yeah, I uh, that was the beginning of my journey, and I worked a year in medicine here in Grand Prairie. And then I did, uh, went out to Ottawa and worked as a camp nurse for a summer and back to Northern Alberta and, uh, High Prairie Hospital and Slave Lake Hospital, took a little stint down to, um, Connecticut and did some, a little, uh, travel rotation as a vascular and thoracic surgical nurse, which I had to, felt like I had to prove something to myself and I did.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And then back to Northern Alberta and, uh, I've really been back in Grand Prairie area since uh, working in the hospital. And then I worked for ADAC as a big part of my journey was um, finding out that I absolutely loved working with addictions and mental health.
2: Did you, did you have inklings of that the whole way through? Were you kind of pulled to patients with, that were um, sort of expressing more addictions, mental health care needs or? so in my undergraduate degree certainly not and in
1: fact i was petrified when i had to do my mental health rotation i did not want to be there i was scared oh now to think back i want to go whisper to myself it's okay you know um but that's okay you know and so as i worked in rural of course in rural you have all sorts of patients and so getting to know the person who happened to have um, you know mm-hmm. substance use disorder mental illness mental health issues getting to know the person helped me I guess to drop all of the fear and right I just love people and I think most nurses have some sense of that I love people and I love working with them so intimately you mm-hmm. probably hear it in my voice I'll try not mm-hmm. to cry on a podcast but um free. <laughs> when I think of like what it means right to To link with people in those really challenging times. So that's, you know, Vicky, that's when I would say I started to have inklings, was in Mm -hmm. rural. And then I started working casual in addictions in a detox. And uh, while I was also working in medicine and I was like, what is this little world where you get to do such holistic, you know, you know, physical, mental, spiritual, a whole person. That's how I felt. I guess, was that when I went to ADAC, we got to take care of a whole person. And, um, you know, it was beautiful. So (laughs) I, you can tell I'm grieving for the entity that was ADAC. And then, you know, ADAC and the Alberta Health Services amalgamated, or however you want to put it, and um, still loved the role. But then I moved into a teaching role fairly shortly thereafter um, to partner with students to help them develop, develop themselves as a nurse and get on with their own journey.
2: Man, I love, what is it about hearing someone's journey that's just, I, it's like addictive, like, I, sorry, excuse the pun, I just, I love to hear people's story because they're all so different, and yet the common theme is like, well, I never Thought I would like this, but then hey, I I actually really loved it, and I spent some more time, and I I think it's it's a when people um, are confronted with difficult things, and then they sit in it and they try it on for size. And as nurses, we really do that. We really immerse in it because I think you're right that people feel that connection who go into nursing. They want to know how they can best help. We we're helpers, right? Anyway, I took a rabbit hole, but I just I just love it. I love hearing your story.
1: No, that's okay. And it makes me think about when I was a younger nurse, there have been times where (coughs) I was told, you know, in those first five years, you need to get a thicker skin. um, You need not to care so much and things like this, but I'm I'm sure well-meaning people. But now, you know, now that I'm 23 years in, I sit very comfortably in the place where I care a lot. And I, I don't have a very thick skin. And I just feel so privileged to be able to take care of people um, in the way that I get to, and especially to help students learn how to partner with people who are struggling with mental health or addictions and to just, you know, be a part of that really important and really meaningful, you can hear in my voice, it's a meaningful process.
0: It's just amazing to me listening to, to the passion in your voice and I can, um, uh, it, it, it's just thrilling to me and it gives me lots of hope and so I'm so happy to be talking to you today and you know I've seen it you have you share that passion and that advocacy I had the privilege of working with you on the provincial council for, for our register, registered nurse regulator and equally you're comfortable as comfortable there as you are here or anywhere and your passion never fades. There's never a day that you seem to take a day off from it. So that I mean, I think it's really great to share, uh, at, you know, this time and any time um, how that was, and and to because it makes us think about okay, yeah, I'm I'm just as passionate as as Tracy is about what I'm doing. I just need to think about that for a second and look at how what a unique opportunity this is to be a nurse in, in this
2: mm-hmm. province
0: in this world, um, and so that so to start to. Kind of, you know, what what made you? I think you sort of shed some light on it, but like to become a nursing instructor, just to sort of help develop those others. You know, I don't want to answer it for you, but why from something that you loved doing so much move into nursing ins- instructor?
1: Well, you're you're hitting on one of the points, which is I was torn and I am torn because right. I love my patients, like I love taking care of patients, and I love working alongside nurses and. And other healthcare providers, like it's that's a great love. However, I equally love partnering with students. And you know, when I teach clinical, I get to do both. So it's like stacking on all the good stuff. Um, but Tyler, in my third year of my undergrad, we had to, the unit we were on, <coughs> we had to do like a little education session for the staff. And so I remember doing a little education session on. Uh, palliative care and at the time you know grounded in Elizabeth Kubler-Ross and oh preparing for the teaching doing the teaching and then afterwards I was just so lit up by it and the feedback was pretty good and I'm sure they were being kind to a little student nurse Tracy Um, (laughs) but in my mind I was like I really want to teach one day Mm -hmm. so I had the idea that within five years I would either sort of um veer off in a direction and I had an aunt and uncle who really tried to push me towards medicine and I didn't know if I could or wanted to so I thought well within five years I'll know do I want to teach do I want to go into medicine do I want to continue well at five years I was just loving nursing so much right, right? Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: you're just so in it then right
0: yeah
1: and um so it took me a while you know, this is my ninth year of teaching and um, it's my 23rd year of nursing. So it took me a while, but I'm so happy that I have the the all the experiences in the life of being a nurse to sort of stand on and to partner with students and bring some of those clinical stories forward and hopefully they can learn from some of my experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, And something you said, Tyler. So you talked about, um, you know, that my passion never has a day off. Now I don't want to paint myself with some perfect angel (laughs) because I am not.
0: Oh, oh. (sighs) Surprise. This is news.
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) But the times where I've been, and, you know, let's be honest, nursing can be a political Mm -hmm. and a social experience. And At the times where I have not enjoyed either the political landscape of nursing or the social landscape of where I was working, really what I always got back to eventually is right. It's like, okay, am I going to stay here? Am I going to move on? And the question of why did I become a nurse? Mm -hmm. Why am I a nurse? I am a nurse for the patients. Mm -hmm. I am a nurse to partner with people in an intimate way um, to help them heal and get better and feel heard and feel seen especially when it comes to mental health and addictions right to partner in that way yeah and that always sort of it was just like it was able to part the clouds for me sometimes when I was you know if I've struggled with those things it's like okay more focus on the patient more time with the patient that has always been the the cure for what has ailed me as a nurse, you know, when I've had those times where you were like, oh, you know, because let's face it, nursing is hard work
2: sometimes.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm curious, uh, you know, you've got this passion and you've got so much experience and you have this captive audience as an instructor. And so you get to share with them some of those um, key uh, philosophies or perspectives about um, mental health and about um, you know, being a nurse in general. And so I feel like, is that easy for you to share that message? Um, and you, you get to do it. So this is kind of a two-parter question, but do you find that it's easy to share that and, and that the students are receptive? And, um, you know, how would you share the same message with the nurses at AHS that are listening here today? Like, what is it that really... If you could um, distill your passion down into a into a short little message, why is addiction and mental health? Why is our mental health so important? And why should we as nurses really care about it? Okay, that's a big one. I'm sorry. No pressure. (laughs) 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 Would you boil the ocean for us? (laughs) (laughs) One cup of salt. (laughs) well you know i'll I'll work on my interview skills for next time (laughs) it's
1: good though because it's it's what's really you're asking me what's really important and why Mm -hmm. um and i guess so some of it comes from maybe having been a patient or having family members who have been patients that even when the illness is physical primarily physical, there's always mental health. You know, you can just paint that brush over all the patients with, I know nurses know that. Um, Just, I would invite nurses as I invite my students to respond to the vulnerability that exists when you are, when the patient is sick when the patient is scared, when somebody might die, when somebody's going to have a baby, when somebody has to be hospitalized because of mental illness, or they struggled with addictions and they feel shame and they feel guilt and they feel rejected. And I just invite people to respond to that vulnerability. And it is with our own vulnerability, which is a bit tough, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and, um, but that's where for me, That's where the reward has lied, has lied, lied, lay, whatever. Um, In my career is, you know, responding to the client's vulnerability and my own vulnerability. Of course, with boundaries, we know this, our regulator knows this. (laughs) (laughs) That's um, what
2: allows us to keep giving though, right? We have the boundaries.
1: Yes. And, but also we are connected, right? It's, we're not serving, you know we're not robots serving robots, we're people serving people and people partnering with people and helping people. Mm-hmm. And um, when you asked about the messages and the relationship with students, I thought it's similar with patients in a way because it's a it all happens in the context of relationship. Mm-hmm. And I will say when I went into teaching, I'm not sure if I had preconceived notions, but I might've had some worries about the next generation of nursing after teaching i do not these people that are drawn to nursing you know like i've just had the opportunity to meet and partner with the most giving intelligent passionate engaged people who are the future of nursing and many of them are nurses now which is really cool yeah yeah so i guess it, it with patients and with nurses, it happens in the context of relationship. And this is such a tough time in the world and a tough time for healthcare. But um, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to bring one small thing in. So I when I first started teaching, I read an article about um, compassion and action and about the that feeling compassion energy that you receive when you know you engage with your patient in a really good and holistic and compassionate way and then the response from the patient and um oh I should have remembered her name but termed that compassion energy and I was like yes that's what I feel when I get sort of my day right and my nursing care right that's the feeling I get because uh right now nurses are as all the nurses who are listening know, and as you guys know, it's a tough, tough time. Now, I went down a rabbit hole, didn't I, Mickey? And I didn't answer the question about... I so love I a good rabbit hole.
0: didn't yeah. well, <laughs> well, even was, get there. No, I think you did. And, and we were going to ask you this question, too, which I think you've, you've done before we haven't asked you the question, which is how do you, you know, how do we apply those learnings? From your your mental health expertise with patients to apply to our other nurses and to everyone, because everyone's, like you say, struggling right now in in healthcare and outside of healthcare. Everybody, so what are the things we need to keep in mind as we try to continue to support each other? And that's the, that idea of compassion energy. I've never heard of that concept before, but I really like that. Um, so anything, anything further to add if that's a question, you know what. You know, what can we do as nurses uh, to continue to support each other as this pandemic continues to drag on?
1: I really believe seeing each other as people first, right? I'm seeing Tyler and I'm seeing Ricky, And when I go to work and I engage with um, either the nurses on the unit where I might have students for clinical, I see them holistically. You know, I think if we can try to see each other in that person first way, that pulls us away from, you know, some of the negative cultural things that can happen within the context of a, of a complex workplace, Mm -hmm. blaming and vilifying and, you know, this sort of thing that can happen is to say, Hey, are you okay? And that's, um, right.
0: Yeah.
1: Somebody said to me once, we can only be as good for the patients as we are to each other. Right. And that was a, change for me and again i'm not a perfect person but that has resonated with me okay right i need to be good to my colleagues so they can be good to their patients need to check in on each other and you know we all know about signs of burnout and things like that but that real human check-in of are you okay yeah i love that yeah
2: i think i think we're all pretty good at ignoring those signs (laughs) as we pass them on the highway too
0: that I
1: yeah, sometimes we have to uh, point them out to each other. Whoa. Right. Like, especially yeah. if somebody's engaging in a way that's not like them. Right. Cause we get, we spend 12 and 24 and 36 hours together. we get to know each other really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's really great advice. Thanks. So, um, and you mentioned just, I'm going to, before I forget about it, you have a passion for students and we do too on um, here at AHS and more. And so um, as, as nurses transition from students to become new graduates, what is something that, you know, now that you know what, you know, what would you tell every graduate nurse? Because not everybody's going to get the benefit of having you as their instructor. So what is, if you could tell them one thing as they go off and hey, what is it? Is that easy to, can you do that for us?
1: No pressure. No you pressure. Get <laughs> questions? Let's get the biggest question. Um, <laughs> don't and forget it, the why it's don't yeah. forget the why
0: right I was gonna say I think you answered it already and that's that was it for me right How do and, you it, and it, it
1: does sound repetitive and it might sound you know overly simple, but really don't forget the why what draws you what drew you to nursing what in you makes you so good to partner with people when they're mm-hmm. ill or when their loved one is ill when they're scared and when they're not feeling their best or when they have to have surgery what what is it thing you that shines right so brightly and is because we're all different for a reason
0: mm-hmm. you know and
1: we're going patients are going to respond to each of us in a different way and i think new grads might um, think they don't know enough and you know they're not good enough yet you're perfectly amazing Right? You're gonna yes, partner yeah. with people, you're gonna ask when you don't know, and yeah. don't forget the why.
0: That's great. Mm-hmm. We should put that, we should get that written down somewhere. Pub published copywritten. Don't forget the why. That's my favorite.
1: don't forget the why. Make it into a song, Tyler. <laughs> and here's <laughs> don't forget the why
2: Bye, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is uh it's pivoting into canadian idol territory
0: (laughs) i can write i'm gonna work on that challenge accepted
2: (laughs) well this has been really fun tracy i don't know sorry tyler i don't know if we're wrapping things up but i just absolutely um i love uh what kinds of insight you've brought to us already today and um how open you've been about your journey and uh, I love what you said about vulnerability and how we can connect with um, with our patients and with each other as colleagues in a very real way. And I think that there's there's that nugget you said um, something just recently, and I, I forget how you phrased it, but I think it's um, it's interesting. There's no bad parts, right? Like how two people might relate in a patient nurse relationship. Uh, may work really well and it might not and someone else might come in with a whole different perspective, different set of skills, different way of doing things and they might really connect and, um, you know, we just keep trying to uh, be open and figure out what each other needs and support each other. Absolutely and, you know, I've learned a lot over the years from
1: many, many nurses, you know, and I'm, le- I'm allowing their skills to come into my toolbox and I encourage people to, to do the same. I just wanna share one, which is, you know, when we talk about mental health and addictions, um, it's just a little moment that I had. So my a friend of mine talked about having a do-over, and it was in the context of parenting actually asking your child, can I get a do-over, you know? And very shortly thereafter, I worked shift and a young man was having a particularly tough day and I went to talk to him and he snapped at me and I, you know what, I snapped back Mm -hmm. and I went back and I felt horrible. Mm -hmm. So I just thought, no, 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 Tracy, right? I went back and I said, no, I knocked and I said, hey, and he just (laughs) looked at me and I said, can I get a (laughs) do-over? And he yes, just yes. totally relaxed and he said, yeah. And I said, I'm Tracy, I'm a registered nurse. And this is what I'd like to, you know, this is the way I'd like to care for you today. And it, we had a beautiful day together. Mm-hmm. So even when times are tough, you might not, you know, have responded, you might've reacted instead of, you know, maybe you weren't a perfect nurse. There's time for do-overs, vulnerability, being honest, all that um, yeah, that was just one that I wanted to share. And you can feel free to cut it out of the no. podcast if you want. I,
0: I there's nothing to be cut out. There's there's so much <laughs> that's the best. I I gotta write a song about that now. Oh gosh, I'm gonna get busy. The do-over
1: name's Tyler.
0: Because that's so so important though. You know, like you don't have to let that eat you up. You can just you can turn that boat around you know, and we, you know, and exactly, it takes, right? it does take courage to do that and vulnerability, like you said, for sure. It's no one to make it sound easier than it is, but yeah, I, I really like that.
1: I loved it because the relationship that was built after was so nice. Yes. You know, like the, we just had an honesty, right?
0: Yeah, we
1: had an yeah. honesty between us.
0: Yeah. Wow. I, I, we, I, we could sit here and talk to you all, all day and, but I mean, and maybe we will, but we'll wrap it up for the, for the, uh, Podcast, But I do want to talk about, because we we wanted to get this podcast out before January 26th, because that's Bell Let's Talk. Um, And Tracy, I don't know if you have any thoughts on how we can, about that initiative or uh, anything that we we want to share from your perspective? Well,
1: I know that Bell Let's Talk has um, at least once, maybe a couple times, done some funding for the Resource Center for Suicide Prevention here in Grand Prairie. And that's, of course, uh, you know, very needed. And so, you know, when we think about our coffees and the things that we do each day that, and I've put my money where my mouth is in the last year, and been spending, you know, $50 a month on, on something that's important to me in terms of donating, mm-hmm. maybe you donate $5. Yes. Um, they do, I know, help a lot of communities with funding for different initiatives.
0: That's great. Yeah.
1: Is that what you meant, Tyler? Did I go yeah. down another? No,
0: wow. no, absolutely. No, thanks. We just wanted to help, um, you know, make people aware of that. And, and certainly it's a very successful social media campaign, but, but there's, a, that's a great example of how it does connect to our communities and it, it really is important and it helps raise awareness. And so, you know, do what you help participate, however you do in that way. And, but just know that's coming, um, you know, so I think, I mean, I hate to almost hate to do it, but I think we, we're going to wrap it up, but thank you. Can't say, can't say <laughs> thank you, you enough. Can. This has been just a uh, an amazing conversation as I knew it would be. Thank you for your wisdom and for your work and for your passion with the, with your patients and with the students and with this profession, you know, but just a heartfelt and thank it, you to you.
1: Thanks to both of you for everything you do in our province. Both of you registered nurses who are um, amplifying the voice of registered nurses for for other nurses as well
2: mm-hmm. thank yeah you. no it's just been an absolute delight so uh wishing you all the best and we'll chat soon tracy thank you nice take to care. meet you
0: <laughs> take care <laughs> everybody thanks for stopping by you can find us at ahs podcast please please subscribe musical introduction is thanks to yes nice you can find them on apple music itunes and spotify see you next time